Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. If you're joining us again, welcome back. And if you're new here, welcome. So um, before we get into today's episode, we're going to go through a couple announcements. So the last episode Kaylin and I did, wait, we didn't even say our names. I'm Parissa. <laughs> I'm Kaylin. Yeah. So the last episode Kaylin and I did, um, we talked about how because the academic year is kind of closing off, we're going to be phasing out. Um, as the hosts of this podcast and we're going to be helping new OML staff members kind of like phase in so there might be you know like don't be surprised if you tune in like a couple episodes from now and you're like wait where the hell are they you know <laughs> um so yeah and then also kind of update on the website situation that we've been saying that we're going to update the website and each of the little podcast pages with the references and um, images and different things that we talk about for that specific episode so because Joanna, who is the OML director, and Pauline, who is the office manager here, they're the ones who are in charge of updating the website, and they're the only ones who have access to it. So I went ahead and put together folders so that they know exactly what to upload for what episode, what page, all of that. But it's just a matter of them being able to like make time and put it up there because they're both really busy and they do a lot, and I don't want to... like pressure them to get this done when in reality we don't know how many people are realistically going to be using those references we put out so we just want to let you know that that's why it's taking a little bit longer to kind of get everything up and running and also because like this podcast is still kind of like making its way off the ground it's not you know like super tidy yet and like we don't have everything figured out and so kind of like going off that this is our 10th episode we've made it yeah, I don't know. This is, oh, wow. I can't Double believe digits. it literally feels like we've done a million episodes, but it also feels like we haven't done 10. So yeah, yeah I mean, I'm glad that we like kept going with it because mm-hmm. the first couple episodes I think are always the hardest. Yeah. And we finally added podcast music. Yeah, for real. You heard it at the beginning, so. And it's really cute. And then. <laughs> Shout out to YouTube, by the way. Really? Because that's like license-free music oh like my that. God. they have like it's so cool this is such a tangent but uh-huh. like anyone who's like trying to do like podcast hosting make videos and you don't want to run into issues with like licensing with music mm-hmm. youtube has like a bunch of different um kind of i guess like folders or spaces on mm-hmm. the website if you like log in and you check out like what access you have through like your channel mm-hmm. um that like will give you like music that you can use royalty free and there's some that you can use like license free you don't even have to like say who, like dope. who it was done by or like what the name of the music is so definitely check that out shout out to you dude because it really came through yeah because i found another i found another like mm. cute music thing and i couldn't use it because it had a beep in it yeah so yeah because we want to make sure we're doing things right So speaking of YouTube, the topic of today's episode is actually going to be like everything that's going on in the YouTube community um, right now. And also literally, yeah, (laughs) there really is. And um, it's just like we want to talk about this on the podcast, especially because there's a lot of issues that were brought up, you know, Mm -hmm. in this conversation about like the recent controversy that like has to do with like sexual predators and the lgbtq community Mm -hmm. and representation and racism and all of that and so we thought that it was like a really interesting thing to be talking about because it was trending on twitter and i feel like even people who don't necessarily know anything about the situation or what Mm -hmm. is really even going on have heard about it and i feel like 
it's just so easy to be able to like close your eyes and not worry about like celebrity drama but i really feel like this goes deeper than that and that's why we're here talking about it mm-hmm. yeah no i remember because i remember this happened mm-hmm. um and i woke up in the morning and saw the like quite quite frankly the shit storm that mm-hmm. was going down on twitter yeah i immediately texted for Mm-hmm. i was like let us just do this right now because this is there's so much here to unpack yeah so for real let's start kind of like we're gonna start in the in the past and we're gonna work our way to the future so a couple weeks ago okay james charles was a 19 year old youtuber he had 16 million subscribers and that made him the most um, subscribe to beauty channel on YouTube. So 16 million, like Mm -hmm. just take a second and let that number sit in. Um, yeah. And he was a millionaire. He was like mingling with celebrities at the Met Gala, going to Coachella, hanging Mm -hmm. out with like Kylie Jenner and like Mm -hmm. Iggy Azalea and all those people. He was his like first gig in the beauty community. And like in that, you know, like arena was him being the first male face for CoverGirl. Mm-hmm. Like, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was a couple years ago, I think, when he was only 17. And this all kind of, like, he actually shot to his position and where he had gotten to a couple weeks ago because, like, a picture of him um, in, like, taking a picture for his uh, senior, like, picture in, oh, of high yeah. school mm-hmm. in the yearbook. And he had, like, his face beat, his, like, Everything was on point and um, the lighting was really good. And like apparently he had showed up with like one of those like ring lights Mm -hmm. to have. Like he brought his own with his face beat. He looked good. And like that's why his picture looked as good as it did compared to like your typical Mm -hmm. yearbook picture. And he went viral for that because it was just like, wow, so extra. But like we love Mm -hmm. that he wanted to represent himself like Mm -hmm. that, right? Well, literally a couple months ago, uh, like, the timeline is going to get so messy here. Yeah. But, so, we know that that's how this man became, mm-hmm. like, well-known. So, now let's just say, like, he's a kid. He's, like, 19 years old. He's still a teenager. He's younger than both of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so, because of that yearbook photo, he actually went on Ellen, and he, like, did a bunch of appearances, mm-hmm. and then he started a YouTube channel. And I feel like he just really took... Uh, like the opportunities and he like grabbed them because he knew like if I wait too long this viral thing Mm -hmm. will no longer be viral and then I'm just gonna be like an afterthought Mm -hmm. and so it's really funny that this is how this this kid came up because apparently another beauty youtuber by the name of Thomas Halbert he Mm -hmm. came forward and he had screenshots that said like he that like James was talking to him about how he came up on a lie and he had said like oh I went in with a ring light and I like took these pictures for the second time because mm-hmm. I wanted to look really good when in reality he had just gotten them from the yearbook people edited them himself mm-hmm. and he hadn't even like shown up with a ring light like he said he had so he yeah. literally came up on a lie and after that I was like yikes I mean to be honest his personality is like very annoying and I'm an annoying person and if <laughs> I can say like He's a lot. Mm -hmm. It's just like he wasn't really my thing. But especially after that, I was like, yikes, that's like not a good look, especially because that's literally why you are where you are. What the story was to get you like your your fame, essentially, and your your money. Yeah, yep, exactly. And so that happened. Right. And so, you know, like I was saying, 
up until a couple weeks ago, he had gone to Coachella, whatever. And then so a couple days after Coachella, he goes on his IG story and he is talking about how, you know, he was like swarmed at Coachella mm -hmm. by, you know, fans and stuff. Mm -hmm. And like to the rescue, these uh, this company called Sugar Bear <laughs> Hair. Yeah, which is like a whole other topic. And basically mm -hmm. it's like a supplement brand that is supposed to help your hair get longer but mm -hmm. like we've seen people like kylie jenner get paid like literally probably a couple million dollars to promote this mm -hmm. this like supplement and it's literally just sugar like mm -hmm. it's just it's ridiculous and like the reason that they've even made such a presence for themselves is because they're mm -hmm. like having these influencers sponsor them and so he posted about how like Sugar Bear Hair really came to the rescue with their security team and they got him and his friends like some VIP passes or whatever. And then like, you know, kind of he was shouting them out and saying like he loved the guy, the, the gummies. They were like helping him with his anxiety or whatever. And very, very small in the corner of the video where like the background was not like contrasted enough, he had put hashtag ad. Mm -hmm. But it was so tiny and it was in white and the background was already like pretty white. Mm -hmm. So it was super hard to see. And like, I think it's the FTC says that you have to sp like sponsor. Like mm -hmm. if you are being sponsored, you have to mm -hmm. disclose and it's yep. got to be visible. It's got to be clear and it's got to mm -hmm. be something where it's like if it's a video, it just has to be unobstructed mm -hmm. completely. Yeah. And so it needs to be obvious. Yes. That it's an ad. And so he wasn't respecting that, but that was kind of like the least of his worries at that point, mm -hmm. because I don't even know how long later, but Tati, like she goes on, was it her Snapchat or her IG? I think it was, hold on, let me see. Okay, this this timeline is really confusing. It is. Because it there's is. like so many twists and turns. So stick with us. Um, but I just know she goes on her social mm -hmm. media and she is crying about, um, and she's another beauty mm -hmm. influencer, just for those of you who yeah. are not aware. A beauty influencer who mentored James Charles. Uh, uh -huh. And that is something to keep in Literal mind. Literal plot twist. But we'll find out later because her video, her 43 minute long video was oh honestly God. iconic. But anyway, so she goes on her social media and she's crying and she's upset talking about how like, you know, she is kind of done with having fake friends and she like roots for them and she like supports all of their business endeavors and whatever they're doing but they don't like reciprocate that same mm -hmm. energy with her and she was just really frustrated and mm -hmm. a lot of people were saying like tati you're she's 37 years old and james mm -hmm. is 19 like just for reference mm -hmm. right and so people were saying like tati you're a grown-ass woman like mm -hmm. you're 37 years old and you're crying about how you know like james like screwed you over because mm -hmm. he was promoting and spon and sponsored by this this vitamin company mm -hmm. when tati herself has a supplement mm -hmm. business called the halo beauty yeah it's a direct competitor of yes Tati's. like they are literally that's like their main competitor right mm -hmm. And so it like took her a lot of money, effort, you know, energy mm -hmm. to be able to launch this business off the ground. And I, I don't know, like I'm very, very into skincare, mm -hmm. um, but I am also not super keen on the idea that like you're shilling out supplements mm -hmm. um, when there's a bunch of like medical, you know, like hoops you have to jump through mm -hmm. and there's certain things that you can't say in terms mm -hmm. of advertising it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just like, girl, you could have just come out with a face wash and people would have been like, 
all over shook. it. Yeah. But it's literally, what is it, like $40 a month for mm-hmm. a 30-day supply. That to me just kind of, like when I heard that she was launching that company, and she didn't even launch it that long ago. I want to say maybe like nine months ago. Yeah, in 2018. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, the fact that like it's something that is going to have to be a continuous purchase for mm-hmm. at least a couple months so that you can even determine like whether it works or not, mm-hmm. like that to me didn't really sit right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of people put two and two together and assumed that she was crying on her social media because, you know, mm-hmm. she had seen James's video um, sponsored by this other like supplement mm-hmm. brand and she was just upset that, you know, like he had done mm-hmm. that. And yeah. so people were saying like, mm-hmm. there's people literally dying in the mm-hmm. world. Why are you crying? I just... Whenever someone says that, I mm. think of that meme from the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's um, crying over her earrings. earrings. Yeah. And who is it? Courtney? She's like, Kim, people are dying. Yeah. yeah. But no, and the thing is, I feel like this brings up a really important topic that we want to talk about. And it's just kind of like, I always think of it as like the analogy of... If you're sitting in a hospital bed and your leg is broken just because somebody next to you is in like a full body cast doesn't Mm -hmm. make your leg hurt any less, Mm -hmm. right? And like it just having that kind of mentality when it comes to like your emotions, especially because whatever emotion you're feeling is valid. Mm -hmm. And like I understand if I was really upset, I probably might have done the same thing and Mm -hmm. I would have just been really disappointed. And like, you know, you're not thinking straight. And just because she's crying about something that's in her Mm -hmm. personal life doesn't mean that she is, like, not aware Mm -hmm. of the other things that are going Mm -hmm. around in the world. And so I just feel like that's something that I want to emphasize in particular. It's just, like, just because your pain and your, you know, like, the, the... burden that you have to bear is not necessarily as heavy mm-hmm. as some other people's that doesn't make your burden any lighter mm-hmm. we're not in the business of like comparing mm-hmm. like people's yes. pain or like marginalization like i think that's something that's very reductive mm-hmm. um, and it's so personal exactly like you can't tell someone else that like you're what you're feeling about this is like invalid because how, how are you supposed to know what they are feeling on the inside? Cause yeah. like that's different people. No, exactly. You know? And everybody's different. And so, so that was going on. And then, you know, she was kind of quiet for a couple days. James was quite, kind of quiet mm-hmm. too, but his mom was going around on Instagram, liking really shady comments mm-hmm. um, that were directed towards Tati. And she made it very clear, you know, that she was kind of like, mm-hmm like fanning the flames because mm-hmm. she was like involving herself mm-hmm. um and aligning herself with like something that most people like there were some people who thought you know like she's kind of being you know a little dramatic but mm-hmm. most people were like dude we get it like mm-hmm. yeah she you know she would always shout out his mm-hmm. like products or whatever he yeah. was promoting she would always be trying to like direct cash towards Mm -hmm. him if anybody approached her and we'll get into like the details of that Mm -hmm. a little bit later but just this past friday i was like in lab minding Mm -hmm. my own business and then i'm like going home and i like to listen to something like on the way home Mm -hmm. and i see she tati uploaded a 43 Mm -hmm. minute long video Mm -hmm. called by sister and for reference james charles like calls his Fans, friends, whatever, like sister. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god, shut the front door. It is okay. Emphasize 43 minute long video. Yeah. And honestly, oh my god, I, I, 
am still speechless <laughs> because she like she kind of exposed all of the things that were happening behind the scenes mm-hmm. um with james charles and it really really shed light on why she was as upset as she was mm-hmm. and it really justified the way mm-hmm. she felt because yeah. Like, she talks about how, like, at the beginning, there's kind of, like, a video montage mm-hmm. of her, you know, either promoting him or, or like, hugging him, mm-hmm. supporting him, just different things that she's done. And to, in my opinion, this isn't an instance of, like, do something for me and then throw it back in my face. Well, mm-hmm. like, you might as well not even do anything for me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even that. It was just kind of, like, what happened with sugar bear hair was the straw that broke the camel's mm-hmm. back yeah and just kind of looking back on all the things that she did because i don't watch the mm-hmm. beauty community like i know a lot of the the influencers who are in that community um but i don't watch tutorials or anything like that mm-hmm. and like i did not realize like the level that she was promoting him mm-hmm. um every chance she could and so, Kaylin, you said you hadn't seen the full video, but I, I haven't yet. I've seen clips though. But I watched it, and basically, she after the montage, she goes kind of into why she's feeling the way she's feeling, mm-hmm. and she talks about how like the reason that she is so hurt by what he did is because, you know, like James Charles was trying to come up, mm-hmm. and he was really struggling because he had like a, an Ebola scandal, basically, mm-hmm. and it oh, was just yeah. because he said some mm-hmm. stupid shit about. Oh, like, I'm going out. He tweeted out, like, a while ago. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to Africa. Hope I don't get Ebola. And mm-hmm. people were like, James, like, yeah. you are so ignorant. What the hell this is this? This was also at the height of the whole, like, Ebola crisis going on in Africa. Yeah. And this was right around the time that he was also, like, kind of still viral. Mm-hmm. And that's why it got as much attention as it did. And so after that, you know, even though he apologized or whatever, like, a lot of people were still reluctant to work with him because it's, like, it's it's a risk that I guess a lot of people mm-hmm. didn't want to take. Yeah. And so, you know, she went against, mm-hmm. like, the crowd and was mentoring him and was kind of, like, he reached out to her in her DMs mm-hmm. on Instagram and he told her, like, you are the reason mm-hmm. that I started doing makeup and I, I love watching your videos and mm-hmm. you really helped me feel, like, not alone and stuff like that. And so she was really touched by that and that's what made her kind of want to like mentor him you know Mm -hmm. and like take his side even after all of these scandals and so she like she flew him out to hawaii to do her makeup for her wedding Wedding. yeah and he didn't have money for the Mm -hmm. tickets and he didn't have money for like a hotel or for his like clothing for the wedding and she paid for all of that and she like she and her husband really mentored him they helped like negotiate really big deals with him Mm -hmm. um and it was just a lot of constant, like, kind of, like, a little bit like her protege. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was just kind of, like, throwing all these resources and opportunities and just money at him. Because she said, like, she and her husband helped him figure out, like, how to monetize his videos. And mm-hmm. he went from making nothing on his videos to six figures in a day. Mm-hmm. And just, like, contributing so much to his bank account and, like, his opportunities and his growth. And then to turn around and have, like, instance after instance where she's, like, I don't know, I kind of get a bad feeling about this. Like, Mm -hmm. maybe he's not on as, like, as on my side as I thought he was. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, like, this sugar bear hair thing, she basically said that she felt like he didn't know how to break it to her, that he wanted Mm -hmm. the sugar bear hair check. 
Um, mm-hmm. So he tried to come up with this whole story about, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, I was swamped and I was like being swarmed and mm-hmm. like Sugar Bear Hair came to the rescue mm-hmm. because she's like, nobody is going to pull up to Coachella with five extra like VIP passes that are mm-hmm. a couple thousand dollars mm-hmm. and a contract just to have you sign it and be like, cool, we can do this video. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, this was something that was yeah. premeditated. You have, whenever you like come across a sponsor deal, there, there's so much involved with it so i think like his like whole idea of like oh well like it's just like a thing like he did me a favor so like i'm gonna i i you know reciprocated and all mm-hmm. that like crap is so wrong so i mean over the summer i worked in uh, the league offices for the national women's soccer league and mm-hmm. my job was to help secure sponsorship deals yeah for the league in the future and to get to the point where you can sign a deal mm-hmm. with any sort of company on like any sort of sponsorship, yeah. it is at least a three month process. Yes. So we started out like super, you know, just like reaching out to people and then just the, like going through like various proposal, like activation is kind mm-hmm. of the term that's used in like for companies to say like, oh, I quote unquote activated the brand with your, mm-hmm. with this partnership. Yes. Um, like, just to get through a proposal for, like, an activation package mm-hmm. is another, like, probably, I would say, like, month to month and a half. And then once you get past, like, that and mm-hmm. you have a company that says, yeah, I'm, like, pretty interested in, mm-hmm. you know, doing this activation package with you, mm-hmm. um, let's negotiate. The negotiation mm-hmm. and, like, the legal team with that will take another month to month and a half. So, like, there is no way... That he was just like, oh my god, Coachella, like, this just happened. Yeah. Like, like it's no a favor for it. a favor. Yeah. yeah. And that's exactly what Tati was saying, too. She was like, I think that he just came up with that story of, like, oh, if you guys can hear something, by the way, I'm cutting. So, yeah, I'm just cutting out cute little pictures for <laughs> my own life. Um, but, yeah, sorry. I just, like, some people are very sensitive mm-hmm. to noise, so I want to, like, address it at least. Um, but, yeah, and that's exactly what she was saying. She was like... I think that he just came up with the story of like, oh, they, you know, they got me out of a bad situation. So I'm doing this as a favor um, to kind of like lessen the blow uh, that he knew Mm -hmm. she would feel if she saw that he was advertising with her main competitor. Mm -hmm. And like he had like talked to her and confided in her before and saw how upset she was when like her friends, the friends that her ex-friends, I guess. Um, when she saw that her ex-friends were not only not, like, supporting the launch of Mm -hmm. her new business, Halo Beauty, but they were actually working with her, like, competitor. Mm -hmm. And he had told her, like, I've never tried their gummies, like, I'm not even interested in that because Mm -hmm. it's really shady. And then he literally turns around and does the same thing. Mm -hmm. And apparently, like, at a certain point, she talked about how, like, she was even willing to, like, fix it and kind of, like, meet and talk with him and, like, see and hear his side of the story. But she said that the way that he was approaching her and, like, mm-hmm. talking to her was kind of, like, well, it's not a big deal, like, and kind of going off the fact that it's, like, well, he must think that I'm stupid if mm-hmm. I'm, I'm buying this because I know the business. Like, mm-hmm. I taught it to you, mm-hmm. you know? You can't play me with something like that. You can't, like... You can't, like, out-trick the person who taught you all the tricks, yeah, essentially. Like, exactly. that's just a dumb move to do. And she was saying about how, like, he was like, well, you're making a big deal out of it. Like, I need you to, like, basically hurry up and resolve or, like, address it publicly so that I can stop getting hate for, like, 
because people were putting two and two together and they mm-hmm. saw like okay she's probably upset about james mm-hmm. and so they were like targeting him and saying like you're hella shady for doing this when you know like tati is mm-hmm. like a really really good friend of yours or so you yeah. claim and this happened to her before mm-hmm. so i mean this is a vox article that came out that kind of chronicled all of this but in 20 in april 2018 she had kind of a similar fallout with Manny Mua. Yeah. Who also promoted <laughs> Shirley. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. Her ex friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we say I don't know. Like some people say Manny Mua. Or some people say Manny M U A because it means makeup artist. Oh, I have no idea. I know. I don't, like, like, I don't, but I don't, Mua I don't sounds mean. cute though. I like it. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, but that's yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like in terms of her ex friends, mm-hmm. so he knows, and he was with her during that, and like she said that he like really was like, no, don't worry, like I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna like stick with your business, and he mm. said like he told her like I'm not comfortable promoting um, like your business in particular to my young followers because it's just like something that's a little controversial, which yeah. I understand because mm-hmm. a lot of his viewers are really young. Mm-hmm. And so she was kind of like, okay, that's fine. But then, like, I think that's how he kind of weaseled his way out of, like, not promoting her on, and her brand on Mm -hmm. his channel. But then when she saw, like, him talk about Sugar Bear Hair on his IG, which he also has a very young demographic on, Mm -hmm. she was like, okay, this is just BS. Like, this is not, you're not not promoting Mm -hmm. my business because of your own, like, personal conflictions. Mm -hmm. This is about, like money to you and who's Mm going to sign your next check and how big that check is going to be and so that happened um yeah and honestly like she just basically said that he is displaying a lot of predatory behavior too and so Mm -hmm. it's not just like oh you know i'm i have an issue with him like turning around and stabbing me in the back like that it's like for a really long time, I've tried to advise you against doing the things that you're doing and like going after straight men and then complaining on social media that you're going to die alone because nobody wants to date you. And it's like, dude, you're going after straight men as yeah. a gay man. I'm sorry. If you think that there's any other possible mm-hmm. outcome of that situation, you're just stupid. <laughs> like you are literally mm-hmm. making yourself sad. Mm-hmm. And then trying to guilt these people into having relationships or, mm-hmm. like, sexual, like, contact with you mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, I'm so sad, like, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't help either, but because I saw this also on Twitter, like, this discussion, too, like, his behavior doesn't help either with, like, this false notion that, like, plays into, like, an idea of homophobia that, like, gay men are always going to be, like, after, like, straight men as well. Yeah. Like, his behavior just doesn't help that. And, like, it ultimately hurts the entire community. So, like... Yeah. She's right to call him out on that because it's not... For sure. Yeah. Kaylin, do you want to talk more about, like, the sexual allegations that were made against him? Because I feel like I've been talking a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think... I'm trying to remember exactly... Because I remember watching this particular mm-hmm. clip in the video, but um, essentially there was... In, her, in, in Tachi's video, she, like, kind of chronicles, like, this instance, um, and I think other people have like kind of talked about it as well mm-hmm. in regards to like James Charles, but yeah, um, he essentially was it on his like Twitter that he like made it public about how, um, but essentially what happened in the incident was that they were he was eating at a restaurant and he thought like the waiter was cute and like it was at her birthday to, dinner, yeah, yes, and then he was like hitting on this like waiter, the mm-hmm. guy that was like serving them, and then even though it was, like, very clear and made very clear to him that this man was straight, mm-hmm. like, co- like continually, like, 
came on to him and like made it very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And Tati said that she actually like told him at one point, like James, that man is straight. And then like, wait till you hear what James said to her in response to that. Cause do you know what, she, do you know what he said? No, I don't. I don't he know. basically said like after Tati was like, James, he's straight. Mm-hmm. And this is like literally at a family dinner with all her friends and family mm-hmm. at her birthday dinner. Mm-hmm. And like, this is what's going on. And he's talking like very explicitly about like sexual things. Mm-hmm. And he turns around and he tells her like, like, it doesn't matter. I'm a celebrity. I remember this. I, I, and yeah. when mm. I tell you, like, oh, my God, Kaylin, go off, sis. Yeah, no, I think it's just the entitlement there is just baffling to me. Mm-hmm. That, like, people think that they can, like, they're entitled to, to, like, certain things because they're, like, so privileged in many different ways. Um, and this is a direct quote from Tati. Uh, in her video she mm-hmm. said you're doing that to have them behave sexually in your favor even if they're straight and you know what that's not okay how dare you take that and laugh about it and make meme after meme about it yeah he, he always retweets stuff it's ridiculous mm-hmm. about how like james like you know approaching a straight boy or whatever it just oh my god yeah and i think it's not it something just, to him that he takes seriously it's mm-hmm. very clear and it it just like doesn't I don't know. It just makes me so mad because it just is a disservice, again, to, like, the larger community where you are someone who is very visible and, like, oftentimes will be, rightly or not, like, often associated with, like, the general community. LGBTQ or even the YouTuber beauty community. Mm -hmm. And for you to have, like, such a point of, you know, visibility, representation, and then Mm -hmm. for you to do that... No, that's just yeah. Honestly, should have been when I think when the first when all that first came out, like that's when he should have just been essentially canceled because yeah. that's what he is now. And to but. be honest, I don't know. I'm a little mm, about Tati only speaking out when like that that straw broke the camel's back. Yeah. Because for me personally, and like I've never been in this situation, thankfully, so I've never had to actually do this, but. If I was seeing really predatory behavior from mm-hmm. one of my really close friends over and over again, I'm sorry. Like, that just completely changes how I view you. And I don't want to be affiliated or associated with you at all. Mm-hmm. I don't care, like, if we have to keep up a business relationship just for, like, you know, just for the public. No, I'm not mm-hmm. going to do that because yeah. I don't want to be associated with you, period. And so mm-hmm. that's why I'm a little, like, skeptical about, yeah. like, why was it that you only are speaking out about this now, you know? Mm-hmm. And why was it not something that you maybe took more seriously when you first saw it happening? Because it was just instance after instance. She Mm -hmm. said that she was either made uncomfortable Mm -hmm. or she was kind of like clued into like Mm -hmm. his behavior. And also like she said like there were multiple instances where she was calling him out on something um, that he said that was literally so disgusting that like she can never unhear it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think... That is really, like, spoken to. So, I follow, I followed a lot of this, like, drama on Twitter. So, mm-hmm. I'm pulling a lot of tweets out here. But, um, directly to that, there is a user named Francesca Ramsey. Her at is at... Should we do the ads? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I won't do the ads. Okay. But, yeah. um, she <laughs> tweeted out a meme from... I don't know if you, like, watch that show, like, Old Show Community. Like, this, it was, like, a sitcom on mm-hmm. NBC, I think. Mm-hmm. Um... But there was a lot. I don't remember what the like original line is, but um, so 
essentially it's like two screenshots of like the show Mm -hmm. and the first one is this white woman like this white woman in the show saying i can excuse racism Mm. but i draw the line at and then they like covered up the last word and like covered it up with endorsing competitive hair vitamins yes 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 and the next one says is like this black woman who is in the show as well and Mm -hmm. just answers you can excuse racism yeah and like Francesca Ramsey was like, this is what beauty YouTubers be like. No, honestly, (laughs) honestly, honestly. And we'll get into that a little bit later. But yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of interesting how it's like, okay, you know, you could excuse uh, this man like showing predatory behavior and just making people feel uncomfortable. Like his parents talking very freely about sexual things in front of his parents, in front of her family. And Mm -hmm. she said like there were multiple instances where you have to read the room. Like, and you Mm -hmm. have to be aware of like, I might be really, you know, comfortable talking about Mm -hmm. my sexual experiences, but maybe other people have had like really traumatic histories with Mm -hmm. that and they don't want to talk about it or they Mm -hmm. don't want to hear about it. Or it's very like upsetting for them to hear that kind of stuff. Mm And, like, in front of her family and her friends. And she said that, like, you know, after, like, a get-together with all of her family and friends, like, she had to call them back and be, like, mm-hmm. call them after the event and be, like, hey, I'm really sorry. Like, that mm-hmm. happened, you know? Like, I apologize for his behavior, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's just kind of... Yeah. And not only that, but, like, after this all came out, after Tati's video came out, he lost a million subscribers in 24 hours, which mm-hmm. is, like, the record Mm-hmm. for how many subscribers, like, the largest number of subscribers lost. Mm-hmm. A million subscribers in 24 hours yeah. is big. No, it, and if you think about, too, like, the idea that, like, the fact that you can, like, put these videos out on YouTube and you get monetized for it, if you have enough, like, of a viewing and like, enough of a followership, mm-hmm. followership, mm-hmm. then, um, like, he just lost a ton of money just in 24 hours. Oh, yeah. Um, I just wanted to, I just wanted to, like, backtrack, too, and speak to, like, specifically how... Um, I'm also borrowing here the words from another Twitter user, mm-hmm. um, Philip Henry. Um, and he really spoke to, I think, this... I'll just re- read out what he says. It's a mm-hmm. whole thread. Um, this is the first one. This is the first one in his thread. He said, I would just like to say I can't stand James Charles, but the respectability politics that are leaping out about how we need to be... He identifies as a gay mm-hmm. man. He's also a black gay man. Mm-hmm. Um leaping out about how we need to behave around straight men is so disappointing. Mm-hmm. He's trash who uses power slash fame in ways he shouldn't have. But at the core, I find it really hard to see cishet men on the whole as victims considering how they often mm-hmm. physically, verbally assault gay men for just looking at them the wrong way or because they think they looked at them. Dude, for real. And women. Let's not forget women mm-hmm. and how, like... And I think one of the things where it's like a lot of times there's a misconception that straight men have and obviously like not Mm -hmm. all straight men, but you know, like a lot of straight men who are maybe uncomfortable with the idea of being looked at and approached by a Mm -hmm. gay man. It's like, are you uncomfortable with this notion because Mm -hmm. you are aware that the way that straight men approach women is not Mm -hmm. good Mm -hmm. and that you are suddenly scared of having that, like of having the roles reversed Mm -hmm. and being the approached rather than the approacher? Mm -hmm. Like, because if you were under the, the conception that, you know, oh, the way that we approach people that we're interested in in our society is very respectful and, like, we care a lot about, you know, making sure that a person mm-hmm. is comfortable. No. Like, you wouldn't be so concerned. You would just be like, yeah, I'm not interested and move on. 
but your concern and your fear over a gay man approaching you and propositioning you for anything your number your name Mm -hmm. whatever that just tells me that you know that y'all are trash most of you when it comes Mm -hmm. to approaching women and respecting women and Mm -hmm. just like showing a woman that you're interested because a lot of the the stuff that men do and they think is flattering like catcalling is not cute Mm -hmm. it's not it doesn't make us feel good. It doesn't make us feel confident. Mm-hmm. It makes us feel scared and it makes us feel like we need to be on guard. We need to have our phone ready, our mm-hmm. keys ready. We need to have our pepper spray out. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... So are you scared and are you suddenly realizing that you are being moved from your position of comfort into mm-hmm. a position of discomfort because mm-hmm. you are now the one who is being pursued? Mm-hmm. Um, questions. <laughs> yeah. No, so I just like really wanted to shout that out because I thought that was a really important thread that people were forgetting when we were like talking about how trash mm-hmm. of a person James Charles is like not to then like take that and then kind of pull it wholesale across and make it a general like mm-hmm. statement because in this instance it is him it's essentially like what okay I'm just gonna read down in his thread he put it really well so I don't mm-hmm. want to like yeah use his words and like not I don't want to butcher his words, essentially. So mm-hmm. he said down later in his thread, this is a thread. This is, this 19-year-old millionaire is behaving like an entitled 19-year-old millionaire. Mm. Please don't give it this any more credence than it's due. So, I mean, it's true. Like, he is, he's just feeling entitled and he's just acting like entitled people do. I hate that. I literally, I cannot stand entitled people. Like, that's one way to piss me off mm-hmm. because... Like, can you imagine thinking that you are the greatest gift to earth and walking around like you deserve everything when in reality, it's like, I would hate to represent my parents like that. Mm-hmm. I would hate to represent my upbringing like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I would much rather, and nobody wants to deal with entitled people either. So mm-hmm. I don't know who's been letting him get through these doors and opening doors for him mm-hmm. when he's this entitled. And yeah. that's like the attitude that he approached Tati with. He's like, you need to fix it because mm-hmm. I'm getting a lot of hate for it. And she was like, you know what? No, like mm-hmm. I'm good. This is where yeah. we're going to end things. Can I, I'm just going to say this right now. I just looked up. There was already a Wikipedia page just on the James Charles and oh my Western God. controversy. And I find that hilarious. That's amazing. Hit me, Kaylin. What does it say? Um, well, first of all, it starts off with this big box saying, this article is being considered for deletion in accordance no! with Wikipedia's deletion policy. I don't know what their deletion policy is, True. but they need to keep this up because I think it is amazing. <laughs> and honestly, like, let's get into the other people's responses to this yeah. because... Can we talk about Jeffree Star? Uh, yeah. Let's we just can. jump right into him. So here's, here's the thing, okay? I... Okay, we're about to get real, real. So I used to watch, like... more beauty youtubers than i used to than i i mean i used to watch them more than i do now Mm -hmm. and that's just because like i don't really wear makeup that much now and if i do it's like literally mascara and some lip balm like i'm not doing a full face and so i don't really like see the point in watching those beauty tutorials but i used to watch like two or three years ago i used to watch jeffree star Mm -hmm. and i really liked him because He reminds me of a lot of my really good guy friends who are gay and I just like the fact that like I'm very blunt. I don't mince my words. I don't like tiptoe around things Mm -hmm. and I appreciated that he was like that too. Mm -hmm. And so I actually bought like a couple lipsticks from him and I was like, you know what? I like the fact that you're like this in an industry that tells you that you need to, you know, Mm -hmm. look a certain way because he's very androgynous and he, Mm -hmm. he goes by... 
he goes by literally whatever pronouns you want to call him and he says like when people ask him you know like oh what pronouns do you like to use he says you can mm. call me whatever i'm a queen i'm a king i'm an alien i'm he her they them you know what i'm saying like mm. and i just like that he was so comfortable and so fluid and you know i really was down to support him mm. and then i realized like I guess because he had gotten so popular, a lot of people who knew like the truth about him were like, wait, hold on. Are y'all really making this man who is so violent towards people of color and mm-hmm. even women, like the majority of the population that he's like making his coin off of, mm-hmm. he's like so sexist and like just just very racist honestly and i was like oh what the hell because i take that stuff really seriously and i'm one of those people where it's like if i Mm. like you and if i support you Mm. and i hear something about how you're a trash person or you're problematic Mm. or you are directly contradicting like a personal value of mine i don't care how good your lipstick is how good your music Mm. is how good your movies are i just can't i can't support you i can't Mm. do it because I am going to feel guilty mm-hmm. doing that because I know that a lot of people vote with their dollars. A dollar here is mm-hmm. a dollar there. You know what I'm saying? And if I'm giving you $30 for a lipstick, mm-hmm. that's telling you that you can continue to make money and be a billionaire mm-hmm. while you're a racist. And so I looked into it. And when I tell you guys, my jaw literally dropped to the ground. Mm-hmm. Like this man is all over the internet. There's clips of him saying the N word, like mm-hmm. hard ER. Mm-hmm like throwing all sorts of racial slurs at mm-hmm. latinx chicanx people mm-hmm. um being very classist calling people poor mm-hmm. and there's like a skit quote unquote he did mm-hmm. um from On like 10 years favorite. ago yeah with another with another drag queen i guess mm-hmm. and he had said you know like he was talking about a black woman and he had said like her foundation doesn't match her face so he will splash battery acid on it to lighten her skin tone and just a lot of problematic stuff like that he has literally i guess he used to make music never heard of him when he did that um and he used to make music and he would like literally uh physically assault his fans he like stepped on a girl's head when he was performing um and like he has defended all of this because this man is what 31 years old now 30 something i think Mm -hmm. he's 30 something But he basically, like, when all of these videos came out, first, he tried to get them taken off of YouTube. So he would copyright strike them uh, illegally because Mm -hmm. those videos were used under fair use, Mm -hmm. um, meaning that even though they were, I don't know, like, footage of him, they could be used because that law literally allows that to happen. Mm -hmm. And so he was violating this law Mm -hmm. uh, just to have... You know, these videos of him that mm-hmm. show him unfavorably taken down. And so that was happening. And then eventually it got to a point where he was like, mm-hmm. wow, I really cannot, like, you know, push this off any longer. And he came forward and he was like, you know, I was raised in a different time. Ten years mm-hmm. ago, a lot of people were not as accepting towards um, very different people especially part of the lgbtq community and Mm -hmm. so i grew up in an environment that was very homophobic Mm -hmm. and just very like it tried to chew me down and i took all of that anger and Mm -hmm. just put it into like projecting vile things Mm -hmm. and i'm just listening to this like side eye you want to know some of the shit that i've been called Mm -hmm. i was called the sand n-word 
mm-hmm. okay, and a terrorist and all of that literally every single day from elementary school to middle school, mm-hmm. right? And it was something that I still heard every now and then in high school. And even like a while ago, some dude texted me and he was into me mm-hmm. and he was trying to shoot his shot with me. And he says like, oh, you want to hear a joke? Oh, uh, are you Middle Eastern African? Because you're the bomb, get it? And I was like... Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So this is something that I'm still dealing with. Mm-hmm. And like, it's not the same exactly because mm-hmm. I'm not somebody who grew up where Jeffrey grew up mm-hmm. in a very homophobic community, mm-hmm. but like, it's, it's a little similar. At least that's how I tried to like put it into perspective and be mm-hmm. like, is this something that I could see myself doing as a way to kind mm-hmm. of cope with that anger? And mm-hmm. like, no, yeah no 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 Mm -hmm. like there is a difference and people always like to say like oh well he wasn't calling black people the n-word i'm like why did you want to give him a cookie like i'm so sorry why is he even saying that word why Mm -hmm. does and like honestly like i don't want y'all to watch it if you feel like it's gonna like uh upset you Mm -hmm. but let me just say that like you know like the hatred and like that vile like explosive energy that somebody Mm -hmm. is putting behind their words when they're really angry Mm -hmm. like that's how he's saying these slurs and like i think that was the most like shocking part of it to me is the fact that he's not just saying it for shock value Mm -hmm. like you can tell it's coming from someplace very like animalistic almost Mm -hmm. right and i was just kind of like yeah, sorry, I can't, I can't support this, like, this is just wrong, and then, so, he is, I guess, Jeffree Star is one of Tati's close friends, and Mm -hmm. they collabed a while ago, they made a video together, and she had gotten a lot of backlash for it, because they they were, like, people were, like, well, Mm -hmm. Jeffree is a racist, why are you making videos with him, and she Mm -hmm. just basically went ahead and was, like, oh, well, he's changed, and I'm, like, oh, my god, girl, Jeffree Star is a whole other topic, but mm-hmm. let's just say that just because he was saying those things 10 years ago when he was 21, mm-hmm. like Kayla and I are, I'm 21, you're, yeah. t- you're like 22, right? Yeah. We both know damn well that there's certain things that you don't say, yeah. period, for yeah. fun, for mm-hmm. shock value, anything. There's even, a lot. Yeah, and even if he can claim that he's like from a different generation or whatever, he's only 33. Yeah. And like, it has not been okay to say like those words or those things for like, years like yeah. generations yes. at this point so there's no excuse and i think i don't know i just like it just was boggling my boggling to me that like he's still around because this his whole like a huge like controversy with him coming out and like or yeah him, this like whole thing about you know him being racist racist and he always likes to say that he's changed and he's like i'm sorry i've changed blah 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 mm-hmm. but it's like multiple people but you, have been said but like, you called jackie Ina a rat literally yeah. six months ago mm-hmm. like what and what's so disgusting to me and so annoying is the fact that like he'll be like you know he'll apologize because for a while mm-hmm. he was just trying to like get rid of the mm-hmm. like the sources being circulated mm-hmm. and then it got to a point where he couldn't do that anymore And so he apologized because, like, what else is he going to do if he wants to have a career? Mm -hmm. And people who weren't even directed by the things that he said Mm -hmm. or targeted with his hatred were like, oh, it's okay, Jeffrey, we forgive you. Like, the apology's Mm -hmm. not for you. That's like somebody, like, hitting Kaylin Mm -hmm. and then me being like, it's okay, Kaylin forgives you. Like, we forgive you. Like, Mm -hmm. no, that's not appropriate at all. Mm And I think that, like, because his fans are so young and they don't necessarily understand who mm-hmm. they're supporting, but it's just kind of like the people who are our age and they support him and they watch him and they give Why? him their money. Like, what? 
Yeah. Literally, what the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. And so, like, that whole thing's happened. And he literally... I don't know how, honestly. I don't know how he's managed to survive scandal after scandal. Because mm-hmm. Jeffree Star, he creates scandals to sell products. Like, yeah. it's his hobby. Okay, and let's, let's, his longevity, too, is nuts. He started on MySpace. It just, like, underline that. He started on MySpace. MySpace isn't even freaking around anymore. Yeah, so I don't know how he's still making money. But he... And, like, Shane Dawson came out with, like, what was, like, a three-part documentary on mm-hmm. Jeffree well, Star. Him, um, I have it up right now. It was... God, yeah. Him, Gabby Zamora, Manny, MUA, Mua, whatever. No, no, no. Um, this was... Or yeah. was that a different thing? So, you're talking about, like, Dramageddon, basically. And... This was the one that, like, all of them kind of, like ended up like getting on him for being racist but then they were also racist mm-hmm. yeah they're they were all problematic too but what i'm saying is like and shane dawson came out with like a documentary series about mm-hmm. him and like a lot of people were like oh mm-hmm. like jeffrey cried on camera so like let's forgive him for everything he's done for the past 10 years right mm-hmm. and so i just feel like i don't know why this man is still around but he mm-hmm. is and tati is like that meme that you were showing mm-hmm. that you were telling us about it was like well, I can I can excuse racism, but I draw the line at like sponsored, you know, mm-hmm. gummies by my competitor brand. Well, it's like okay, but you're friends with Jeffrey Star. Like, yeah. what is really going mm-hmm. on? If you don't like predators, yeah, you know, keep that same energy. Mm-hmm. And then like, so I guess Jeffrey came forward and he was saying like he doesn't support James Charles. He unfollowed him. He like dropped him from his like a website where he makes like merch that he like makes for his fans or whatever Mm -hmm. and he like went on twitter and he called him like a predator and he said like he was banned from his house Mm -hmm. and then so like jeffrey so james charles has lost a total of about three million subscribers Mm -hmm. since tati's video came out Mm -hmm. and that has made jeffrey the most subscribed to beauty influencer because i told you all at the beginning that James Charles had the most, like, he was the most subscribed to Beauty Influencer. Well, he dropped 3 million, and now Mm -hmm. Jeffrey is the most subscribed to Beauty Influencer. Mm -hmm. And I'm just kind of like, just throw the whole community away. Yeah. Because I have a real problem with, like, I want to like Tati. She seems very real. She seems very Mm -hmm. genuine. She's been doing this for a long time. Mm -hmm. She went from having nothing and having to, like, save pennies Mm -hmm. to be able to buy, like, a foundation. Mm -hmm. And now she's sitting in, like, a mansion with her own beauty room and Mm -hmm. everything is luxe. But I have a real problem with her defending Jeffrey and, like, sticking yeah. with him. What do all three of these people have in common? <laughs> it starts with a W. <laughs> They're white. Yeah. Literally. I mean... Mm. You just... Don't even need to say anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just it. I... That's probably... Honestly, that is why I think that they have stuck around for so long. Yeah. Because... People of color are not yeah. given that same luxury of, like, messing up time after time mm-hmm. and then being like, okay, well, it's my 85th, you know, try, but let mm-hmm. me go at it again. Yeah. And then also, if you think about it, too, like, the beauty community and the beauty industry just in general has always been catered to mm-hmm. white people and, like, the white community and whiteness as a system. If, like, if you think about it, until, like, Fenty Beauty came out, where were you going to find, like, you know, foundations that match, like, a lot of different, like, shades of yeah. skin tone? Um, you know, for years and years and years, and now it's, I mean, it's still going on, like, this idea, especially, like, for me, coming from, like, well, it's not even, like, coming from, like, my family's not really into makeup or whatever, but, like, as an Asian person, like, colorism is so prevalent within the community in general. Yeah. Um, the idea of, like, bleaching your skin is still super, like, prevalent. Like, people buy, like, bleaching creams, which is, like, super harmful for your, like, skin, first of all. Yeah. Um, 
but then like the idea that like they're they feel like they need to like bleach their skin or have like lighter skin but then in order to like use like these like quote-unquote western beauty products because like they just don't have like yeah the bandwidth to like match and like their natural i mentioned like i don't wear makeup that often but i like i used to wear makeup a lot Mm -hmm. and i like have a pretty big makeup collection even though i only use like six things if i do wear makeup Mm -hmm. right and so like i don't want to say that fenty beauty was like the first and only range to come out with 40 different shades Mm -hmm. that was just as like inclusive of the really dark shades as it was of the light and medium shades Mm -hmm. i just want to say that the that the mainstream brands the ones Mm -hmm. that most people were talking about like their foundation ranges and their skin product ranges were lacking like Mm -hmm. even the really luxe brands like chanel Mm -hmm. guerlain uh or Mm -hmm. like you know what is it Givenchy Mm -hmm. all those brands like they also have makeup lines Mm -hmm. and if you look at their foundation ranges literally a couple years ago I remember I was looking at something there were two foundation shades for Mm -hmm. one of these really luxe brands Mm -hmm. and like Giorgio Armani their luminous silk foundation used to be my favorite until Fenty came along Mm -hmm. and I am literally a seven and a half in their foundation Mm -hmm. and the darkest that they used to go to was 12. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, medium tan, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not even, like, tan tan or, mm-hmm. like, deep or whatever. And, like, it's just not representation. And a lo- you have a lot of people who are, like, in these positions of power within mm-hmm. the beauty industry. And they're realizing, like, the tide has turned. And mm-hmm. now people really want inclusive brands. And so mm-hmm. they're literally just being inclusive because they want your coin. Mm-hmm. Like you really have to, this is like a total tangent, but you have to see like who really was down with the Brown mm-hmm. even before like coin came into it. Because with Fenty Beauty, Rihanna's a black woman. Mm-hmm. She knows better than both of us, mm-hmm. the colorism that mm-hmm. probably happens and just what it is to live as a black woman in America. Mm-hmm. And so that's why with her with her like foundation and her skin product line, she came out with 40 shades mm-hmm. and she released a concealer just a couple months ago mm-hmm. and she added 10 new shades mm-hmm. into like the little gaps mm-hmm. within her already like pretty mm-hmm. full foundation range. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like now you have a lot of these really like white, like either Mm -hmm. brand owners, because Jeffree Star has his own Mm -hmm. cosmetics line. Mm -hmm. And you have other people who are just kind of like pandering, Mm -hmm. not because they actually care about us, Mm -hmm. but because they just want to take our money, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. This episode was all over the place, but I think I'm I'm good. Are you good to like- Yeah, I think I'm good too. It's, it's, it was fun. Yeah, it really was. I highly suggest you just go through Twitter and like, go through all the tweets related to this whole thing because I for one don't enjoy being in drama but watching it happen is so much fun for me mm-hmm. so. it is purely a spectator sport for me for real it is yeah. so good yeah but okay cool guys thanks for tuning in and uh yeah see you next time